All right, y'all, we back. This is episode two of season three. Woo! Yes, it was such a great weekend and an awesome weekend. Um, I just want to know, how's everyone doing? You know, how are you, Tracy? How's it going? Oh, I'm recovering, might I add. <laughs> so I had surgery, y'all. Oh! Days ago. <laughs> Don't tell me. What'd you get? New titties? New booty? I wish. <laughs> um, no, um, I actually had my gallbladder removed, so I'm. Oh recovering. no! Yeah, I'm recovering right now, so that's good. The doctors give you the good stuff, girl. The great stuff. I already got people hitting me up like, "Let me get a perk." No, I was say, I, I'll be at Jason's house after the show. <laughs> I look. Thank you very much. No, but uh, so if if y'all hear a slight look, oh, in the background, just just know I'm okay. Hey, we definitely understand. <laughs> like, oh, get well soon. <laughs> yes, speedy recovery. I, I, you know what? It, it day by day. That's all I can do is take it day by day. Um, right. I, I, I'm blessed that I am not experiencing a lot of pain, or at least as much pain as what caused me to get it removed. Um, yeah. so I can say thank you God for that one. Um, but you know, I just all I can do at this point is just take it day by day. That's what's up. That's all we can do. How are you, Alonzo? Like, how are you? Like, welcome back. Hey, good to be here. I'm I'm good. Uh I got called in to work, you know, on my day off unexpectedly. So I mean, but you know, it is what it is. Money hey. talk. Yeah, facts. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, man, you need to talk to them after this, Tracy. We might have oh. to trade something. Okay, we might have to trade. Yeah, trade. I'm, I might need some of uh, what you got for some of what I got. <laughs> Look, no, as long as ain't no organs, we all good. <laughs> 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 I, I, I'm giving up is about as much as I can give. I don't think I got anything else left to give unless you want to take some of this fat with you. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, Siobhan. Uh, I know part of your weekend was amazing, but how how are you? How was your how was the rest of your weekend? I'm good. The rest of the weekend was good. Um, yeah, I got to make my debut at the pool. Um, I, I I see that it's a much more chill vibe here, but I feel like I have room to be reckless. Like if I'm the reckless one at the pool, I'm okay with that because that means I'm not gonna get too crazy. But yeah, I I, I feel like. Uh, this weekend was a good tester, so I, I got my um, the bar of where I can go in 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 terms of hanging out here. But uh, Sunday was good. It rained all day, stormed like, which I don't know what is up with this weather this year. Like, it rained for the last three months. It has rained every single day down here, even if it was a sprinkle, whatever. It has rained every single day down here. So I'm I'm over that, but. Sunday was nice. It was chill. Went and got some tacos on a new spot and, you know, came home chill, did some laundry so I could be ready for my Monday and get the week started. But, yeah, it was a good, good, good weekend. I got to see friends and, you know, sampled some of my uh, friends' um, products over the weekend and they work fantastic and (laughs) it's it's been good. 
I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear. Um, well, my weekend was, you know, it was a great weekend. I had plans unexpectedly, you know, compliments of Siobhan. And I have to say, you guys, she she's saying her pool now is kind of turned down. But it's to me, it's just the right speed. It's the right vibe for you, Tashi. <laughs> it's like the perfect. It's the it's it's the perfect vibe. Like the vibe is so perfect that I actually got an uninspected show at her pool. So like for this to be the more like chill, sophisticated like pool, I never seen what I saw at this. Oh yeah, forgot about that. Oh. Oh, so. <laughs> yes. So I, I wasn't there, so I don't know what she's talking. You're gonna have to um, yeah, elaborate. Talking, you have to yeah, share the story now because uh it was I yeah, I didn't anticipate hearing a story like this. So yeah, Tasha, you gotta share it. Okay, oh, so what kind of show you get. Oh, I, I okay, so this is definitely story time, guys. Mm-hmm. So this is how one of the most awkward moments happened in my life happened over the weekend. So at Siobhan's fabulous pool, you guys, it's a beautiful pool. It has beautiful palm, palm trees. It was like the perfect blue sky Texas day, right? So it's about 3.30, 3.45-ish. We're in the pool. And actually, maybe about 4 o'clock at this time. So we're in the pool. It's pretty hot. And I'm getting shade from a palm tree. And directly across from me is another palm tree area that you can kind of stand in to get a little shade. Well, across from me is a very attractive couple, um, man and woman, and they're in that I love you stage. So they're kissy, they're huggy, they're, you know, just playing around. And she has really dark hair and had like a very bright swimsuit on. So like no matter how she moved, it kind of caught my eye. So I catch her out the corner of my eye and like it looks like she's like drowning like in front of this guy. So I'm like, I'm like, yo, like what's happening? So I like, like really focus in to like, see what's going on. And I realize I see bubbles coming up and I see his eyes rolling back. Like shorty got skills. She down there giving fellatio. She did not hit him with the scuba Steve, G. Yes. Yes. She hit him with the scuba Steve. Yes. So I immediately turn to my left and the only person there is one of Siobhan's friends. I don't know where Siobhan is. So I'm like, oh my gosh, she's giving him fellatio. Like, you have to go look, look. So she looks and I look away and she's like, oh my God, I see it. She's like, oh my God. (laughs) So So then I turn back, you guys, and this is when the ish got awkward. Him and I locked eyes. Oh, no. So him and I locked eyes, and it was oh. for one Mississippi, two Mississippi, oh, God, no. <laughs> three Mississippi, <laughs> five Mississippi, y'all. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I turned back, like, slow, like, trying to play it off. Oh. But, yeah, they was, they was getting it cracking. So that was my uh, interesting show that happened this weekend at uh, Siobhan's pool, you guys. So. Well, I meant to ask you, because you had seen this, like, did he finish? Or was this just like a, did he like scoot her along? Like, oh. Yeah, he, he, he told her to stop. After we locked eyes, he told her, like, he kind of like nudged her and she emerged from the seas. But <laughs> yeah. I have so yeah. many questions. I have, 
How many people were out there that day? You know what? So I will. It was like a responsible amount of people. I would say maybe collectively twenty five people oh, spread no. out in like all the corners, and it's broad daylight. Like it was some. It was some pretty ambitious, you know, behavior. Yeah, it was. Yeah, there was, you know yeah this was like sun was high. There was no no. It was high noon. Yeah. <laughs> I probably, I probably would have been the one to walk over and tap her on her shoulder and be like, "So, when is your next class?" <laughs> How to get your husband one on one? Asking for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. But you know what? This actually leads to a question. Oh, what were you going to say, Alonzo? No, I, I was going to say, y'all asking the wrong questions. If if you liked eyes for five Mississippi and she was already under there, the question is, is she an Olympic swimmer? Like, how long could she hold okay. that goddamn right. <laughs> it, it was very impressive. Like, it was yeah. a lot going on, y'all. There's a lot going on, and they they are definitely um, in love or lust or they whatever. They should be. He better love her. I know. I say, I'm like... He's willing to die <laughs> <laughs> to please him. And they weren't married. They just boyfriend girlfriend. Happy. Well, we don't oh, know wow. that. See, like they could very well be married. I I let's, I can't say that. I never spoke to these if people. He hasn't. He better put a ring on it. I'm I'm sure that solidified it. You, you know, I um, I don't know, but that's not like the the wildest shit I ever seen. So like, it don't really surprise me. Like, well, what's the wildest shit you ever seen, Alonzo? Because now I'm like, this I I kind of saw this in the direction of like, what's the craziest thing you ever seen? Like, all right, well, Alonzo then kicked it off. So what did you see? <laughs> I I don't know if that's what Tasha was going. Uh, ask. I don't know. Maybe we can say that for another show. No, no, we can no, do it right now. You you already here. <laughs> No, nah, I um, I done seen some wild shit because I um, like I've been to like what they call like burner parties. Like y'all know what that is? What's a burner party? Like swinger parties? Uh, uh kind of like swinger, but it's a little bit different. So like, like people that go to like Burning Man, like Burning Man is the oh big yeah, 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 like the freak easy, freak easy, yeah, like all that crowd of people who go to um Burning Man too. Yeah, so, you know, like, Burning Man is, like, the really big event, but throughout the year, you know, they get together and they have uh, smaller events. So, like, uh, the probably the wildest shit I ever seen was, um, it was, like, a long line, and I was uh, to the bathroom, and I'm waiting to get in the bathroom, but, like, right before you get to the bathroom, it's, like, a big commotion, like, right in the middle of the line. And so, like, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I get up there, and the commotion is right there is a closet. And in the closet, you have a, um, a guy, which is a man and a wife, and uh, they're actually fucking. And the commotion is people who are in line are yelling out positions for them to fucking. So, like, they'll, like, yell out a position, they'll be fucking, and then you just go to the bathroom, use the bathroom, you come out, and the next person give a position. And that's how COVID started. <laughs> no, this this was years before COVID. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was that was how that's how COVID fifteen came about. Like popcorn password, but for sex. So as everybody's in line, you yell out another position. They switch, and then you go to the bathroom. Next person. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Dude, yeah, it was, that, yeah, do yeah, a Turkish wheelbarrow. Like, uh, 
yeah, yeah. They, like they was you got a picture of that. <laughs> yeah, they they was they was calling out some wild ass positions, shit that I ain't never seen before. Oh. You know, like one one position, it, it um it required like another man to join. So you know, oh. they uh, another guy got out of line and joined for a little bit. With a full oh, run, sir. Yeah, they they because they, they hollered out Eiffel Tower. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that, was, yeah. that would so, require. Yeah, so another man <laughs> had to jump in real quick. Teamwork, yeah. What should we know about an Eiffel Tower? Who, well, me? No, Siobhan. Oh. I mean, I haven't been in the middle of one, per se, oh. but I know what it is. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> a chicken on a rotisserie is a chicken on a rotisserie. Call it what you like. But <laughs> let, let, me, let me find out. <laughs> let me find out you've been to Paris. Right. <laughs> say more than once. <laughs> <laughs> oui, oui. <No. laughs> What's hilarious, I'm over here literally sipping tea. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say, like, is Tashi on Google? Like, um... No, not at all. <laughs> you guys gave, gave me the visual. Like, I feel like I totally <laughs> understand what the Eiffel Tower is. Like, it, I'm like, oh, okay. You definitely need a team lift. I, I understand now. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's... It's not so much the lifting as it is like the the joint high five in the middle. It's yeah. like because you got to make yeah. the peak of the, the the tower. Yeah. Oh, jeez. The high the high five is like the crowning point there. Too. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for that update, guys. Uh, for those who didn't know. Mm. Um, now so we're an educational podcast, <laughs> right? Well, my question actually was going to be. Um, how do you guys feel about PDA? Like, is, is PDA something that you feel gives more um, strength to a relationship? It shows, like, that you're more serious? Or do you find that PDA is just um, something that, like, it should, should be done in private? Like, or, you know, no PDA. Like, how do you feel about PDA? What's the extent of the PDA? Well, okay, I'm not talking about sh- your hand up shirts or your hand down his pants type situation. I'm just saying like maybe a kiss here, maybe a, a pat on the butt, like grabbing your waist, um, hugs, kisses, dancing, you know, things like that. Sitting I, on laps. Can, is, I think that's okay. I, can I expect to see that. Person. It depends on the person because some people don't even like to display affection, whether they in public or not. Yeah, I'm. I'm. But I'm asking your opinion. Like, how do you feel about PDA? I don't know. I'm cool with it. I don't mind. It doesn't bother me. Do you it feel like bother P- me to see it? It doesn't bother me to do it. I mean, you know, there is a line that you should draw. You don't want to just be like blatantly disrespectful to people. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm really into you and I want to show you that I'm into you, I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with holding hands. Do we have to hold hands all day, every day? No. You know what I'm saying? But I don't have a problem with showing it. Okay. Or, re- or receiving it. Okay. Or not, or not receiving it. It's just going to let me know at the end of the day if I don't, if I don't get that because I am a touchy-feely person. If I don't get that from you, I'm going to feel like it's something wrong. There's some type of disconnect and we're going to have to Figure some stuff out because I like to be touched. How about how about you, Alonzo? How do you feel about PDA? Oh man, um, I, I got I got different mixed emotions. Kind of mm-hmm. like kind of like Tracy. 
you know, like um, if it's a hot day, like nah, I'm cool. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't need you up under me. I don't want to hold your hand. None of that. You know what I'm saying? Like we good. You know, but if it's you know like a, a nice spring, you know, nice cool breeze, like yeah, you know we can walk and you know hold hands and. It's cool, you know. I don't mind seeing it. I don't mind giving it, but it got to be the right time, you know. Like, like it just, you know, it's yeah. Like I say, it got to be the right time. So Alonzo's like, we have to have westerly winds traveling thirty miles per hour. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like to be the weather at before I hold your hand, baby. Hold on. I like I like to be. It's too much humidity. You know I what I'm yeah, I like to be comfortable, you know. Like, because <laughs> truthfully, it ain't sexy. Like walking down the street holding somebody's hand and like their palms all sweaty and shit. You know what I'm saying? Shit or, is nasty. Yeah, I, like yeah, I can understand that. But it's all also just straight up said. If we ain't under AC, you gonna have to hold off. Like it ain't happening. Right. It's 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 27 humidity in the air. It ain't happening. You like what about like a, a peck on the cheek or something like that? Quick. That's probably still depends on the weather for him. I, I, oh no no that's cool that's cool oh that's like, cool yeah, anytime yeah that's a quick pack you know I I could be uncomfortable for a quick second oh, so what about full fledged making out yeah like well, he told y'all it has to be seventy five degrees forty <laughs> percent humidity no direct yeah. sunlight because if you're in the sun on a seventy degree day it might get a little hot so he ain't you know because. You know, like with me, like I, I, I really don't like heat like that. Like I could deal with cold more than I could deal with heat. But mm-hmm. you know, like to be outside and it's really hot and like first off, you know, like you got sweat dripping, I got sweat dripping. It ain't sexy. It's not a good look. You know what I'm you saying? Say so, it ain't sexy. Yeah, like I'm cool, you know. Okay. I I expect PDA though. Like, I mean, if I'm serious with you, I don't like PDA. When it's like brand new, like if we just started dating or something, or if it's a first date, because I don't like when people get touchy feely too early. Because I'm one of those like I have to feel comfortable with you and trust you before I want you touching me. So early on, if you're like first date, second date, dude, who's just like, oh, let's hold hands and stuff, I don't like doing stuff like that. But if I'm in a relationship with somebody or I've been dating somebody consistently, then I expect to be touched and I expect to touch you. So especially because I'm kind of finicky about when I want to be touched. I'm very much like a cat. Like you can pet a cat (laughs) like to a certain extent and the cat will purr and then you like pet one too many times. It's like, all right, that's enough. Like get away. So if it is so, I guess like the window of me wanting to engage in PDA, like take advantage of it. Because if I'm just like nah, uh-uh, don't don't do it, stop, get away, then yeah, you you killed it forever, but or at least for a while. But yeah, I I expect that when things are good and when I'm comfortable with you, I want to hold hands, I want to kiss you. Not saying like let's go to the playground and make out in front of these kids or anything, but like you know, just. A, 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 a level that I, I said keep it keep it PG in public. I mean, unless it's dark and you know you can get away with it or something, then okay. I mean, I'm I'm open to you being spicy in your PDA, but if it's a situation <laughs> where you know it's it's 
I mean, I know we already had the conversation last show. Respectfully, fuck them kids, but also don't fuck in front of the kids. You know? <laughs> and I, it's all I was about just balance. Gonna, Happy mediums here, folks. I was, I was just going to ask you. I was going to say, so, like, how is it you brought up kids again? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I said, you know, fuck them kids. Just don't fuck in front of the kids. Like, don't, uh-huh. don't do that. Don't do that. Like, I'm not... I'm not trying. I'm not trying to be somebody's therapy session. I'm not trying to be the conversation your kids are having with their their or the the random conversation that comes out at school to a teacher of yeah. And then I was out and I saw this man's hand up this lady's dress and they'll be like, wait, what? Like I don't I don't want to be that that conversation for anybody. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely I definitely feel you on that one. You don't know how kids are. Kids tell everything, so nah. Mm-mm. Okay, I, d- I definitely understand that one. Um, so, you know, it was something I wanted to ask last week. I didn't get the opportunity to ask. We, we kind of went off on, uh, you know, who who's going to pay for these flights. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I, hey, I still don't know. Like, it's, it was you know very fifty fifty on that one. It's very interesting. Um, what about the talking phase? Because it was like we couldn't quite identif- identify dating exclusively with no title versus talking. Because, like, what is this? Like, what is it? Is it talking? Then you're dating exclusively with no title. So is it just all BS? Like, I know Alonzo was saying it's just a, a gentleman. He's playing games if he's, he's doing this. Or a woman. This is somebody playing games. So, in your opinion, how long is talk? How long should the talking phase go on? Well, can before we even get into that, can I say? And I know for the for all intents and purposes of this show, you you already phrased the question of you know what is the talking phase? How long should it go on? I would personally like to put in my bid to banish the term talking from any reference of dating whatsoever because it's just it's too ambiguous and i think it's a contributing factor of issue in relationships and where you stand and i think that continuing to engage in creating a space for the talking phase just makes it that much more confusing and continues the the gray area for a lot of people i i mean it's just too ambiguous of a term we're talking right now we're all engaged in a conversation. So we talk about, oh, yeah, we've been talking. Like, what does that mean? Was that one phone conversation? Is I that guess, I guess the, better, the better question is, let's, what does it mean to you? Like, when you, uh-huh. hear, when you hear someone say that, I, I, I'm hearing you say, you know, oh, it, that's, that's too ambiguous. You know, you know, you have more questions. But, like, if you hear it, something comes to mind. Like, when I hear that, when I hear someone say, oh, we're talking, to me, that means you've been going out on a few dates. Rage comes to mind when I hear people use it in reference to dating. I, How about you, Tracy? What do you think? Um, I feel like talking is just talking. Um, you're building to that. When you're dating, that's when you're actually physically dating. You're going out. You're hanging out. You're spending time with each other. That's dating. When you're talking, you're just talking. I mean, it doesn't mean that you're going to necessarily be in a relationship I mean, y'all may just walk away from it being friends, if you know anything. But I think there are stages to it. And I don't see anything wrong with just talking to someone. Because at the end of the day, they might not 
even be what you want. And then there you go. You have wasted no dates. Yeah. I guess when I, I guess I was I blend them together. I blend that talking and dating together. So then, it, for when, for clarification, because uh, and this is where I'm like, okay, yeah, because it's so it's so ambiguous. It can mean a trillion things to a trillion different people. So when you're talking, because Tracy, you said if you're just talking, you've wasted no dates. Meaning that this is just like texting over the phone strictly. Like you're not going out. You haven't met for a drink. Nothing. This is just conversation. Conversation, texting, talking, video chatting, but you've never physically been anywhere with them. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 And, and I would say that is almost exactly suitable to say for talking. Yes, because yes. that's all you've done at that point. But once it escalates from that to, oh, well, I took Tashi out to Applebee's and I don't consider that a date, but yeah, we've been talking. Tashi or, doesn't that, either. That, yeah, like that's weird to me. Did anybody, anybody catch that no. one? I'm not going to take you out on anything expensive. Or, you know, me and Tashi went bowling, but we're just talking. Me and Tashi went to Six Flags, but we're just talking. Me and Tashi, you know, hung out at the beach, but we're just talking. Those are dates. So when people say that, like, oh, no, I'm not actually dating you. Like, it's just, it's a weird period of a trial before you say, okay, yeah, I am going to date you. Like, that, the terminology in that transition is just where I'm like, what the hell are y'all talking about? Okay. Well, anything to add on that, Alonzo? No, I, I get where she's coming from, but, like, just me, I kind of always, like you say, I kind of associated talking with the dating phase, but I get where she's coming from. Yeah. Well, I guess we're just not going to solve that one. <laughs> I just feel like at the end of the day, however you look at it, there's levels to it. Whether yeah. you're talking, you're dating with a purpose, you're dating exclusively, your boyfriend, girlfriend, you are engaged, married, it's levels, period. Now, however long it may take for you to get to those levels, that's on you and the person that you're doing this with. Everybody's different. Nobody works the same. We don't all function the same way. We don't all tolerate the same shit. So, I mean, at the end of the day, however you look at it, it's still levels to it. I agree with that completely. There are levels to it. And you know what? I guess that, so for everybody who is comfortable using the term talking, dating, you know, exclusively dating, uh, dating with intent, not intent, dating to fuck, whatever the situation is, I guess at the end of the day, my issue with talking is ambiguity. So if you're going to continue to use talking, I don't care how you use it as long as when you use it with anybody specific that you clarify what that means with them. Because their definition of talking is clearly not going to be the same as the next person. So with what it is, just have a conversation about it. And and that would be my my suggestion on it. But I I don't think it's a phrase that's going anywhere anytime soon. So. Yeah, I, I, I think I, it's going to be around like like the roaches. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it can outlast uh, everything. It can't outlast everything, Tashi. <laughs> what are you going to say, Alonzo? Now, I was going to say, I think for the question's sake, we should, like, I guess put a title on it, like Siobhan was saying, like, if it's talking, it's just talking as far as, like, on the phone, video chat, text, just so everybody on the same page, as far as for the question's sake. 
Well, I think actually the question was still answered. It, it, it shows that everyone had different definitions. So your best bet is to elaborate with that person. Like, hey, we're just talking because we haven't met. Or, hey, we're just talking because I've taken you on a few dates and I'm still, you know, reviewing your application right now. That's so, it. That's all. You know? <laughs> You're in the interview process sure at that, that point. <laughs> I have to make sure this resume checks out. Yeah, you know, we're still we're still like calling your your referrals, references, you know, all of that. I yeah. was, can we do that? Like, yeah, we're still we're still interviewing other candidates. Your your resume is re- receiving careful consideration. And you know, pending. Like, you know what? I, I, I'm I'm still checking out your LinkedIn. You know, it's it's, it's a lot going on right now. Yeah, background check, <laughs> background checks pending. But speaking of that, so that's a good one. So. How do you guys feel about that? Like, are you a person that, like, really runs background checks on people when you first start, you know, talking to them slash dating them? Or are you a person that kind of just let let things unfold as they come along? Oh, man, I should have been one of those people who's done that in the past, for sure. <laughs> I, just, I, I just let it unfold. I kind of, I would think both, a little of both. Really? Yeah, because I'm going to ask you questions. And, you know, depending on how I'm talking to you, you, you can tell when somebody's lying. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then I don't even have to tell if you're lying. It's going to all come to light anyway. So either you're going to tell me the truth or I'm going to find out. I'm like Alonzo. I'm going to let everything unfold. I, I like to ask questions. I'm, I mean, y'all know. I, I'm, I'm with Tracy. I will say this, like, it's really good to ask questions because you learn a lot about people, but also I feel asking questions keeps you out of the trap of like what I hear. And I've heard guys and girls come back after dates or go out with people and tell me this. And when I'm like, Oh, you know, so what do they do? What do they like? And they'll be like, Oh, I don't know. I didn't ask that. Like, how, how did you not know? Or, you know, these are kind of basics that you get out of the way, but it, it was the, they just let them talk. So you just spill everything to this person and the person is just like, oh, yeah, ha-ha, or they laugh here and there. Maybe there's a joke or something thrown around. But at the end of the day, you don't know jack about the other person. They maybe know everything about you, but you're just so smitten that you feel like, oh, my God, they know me so well and we have so much in common. And it's like, really? Like what? Oh, well, it's like, did you let them get a word in edgewise? No, you just talked about yourself. So if you ask some questions one it makes it look like oh you're actually interested in this person but also you can weed out a lot of stuff and one of the things that i'll do like if i'm on a date if i ask you two questions and you know their conversation was like interrogation room or anything but if after the second one you're just like okay you asked me a lot of stuff um i don't want to talk about me anymore what about you i'm instantly just like what's going on here <laughs> okay, Karen. <laughs> yeah, like what what what's what's up with you when you're like you're you're asking me too much like it, and by then like it's early so I'm asking like oh you know where are you from oh okay yeah so what school did you go to you know basic stuff like that if it's too uh, this is too much I gotta like wait what after where are you from and what school did you go to or what do you do for a living huh okay yeah I'm I'm sorry that. Maybe it's some people are, you know, nervous talking about themselves, whatever. But I always think that is awkward and gives me a, a red flag signal whenever they're like, all right, that's enough about me. Now about you. 
So when you catch your partner in a lie, is are you quick to forgive or do you feel like um, once a liar, always a liar? What was the lie? <laughs> can be about anything, you know, because I mean, it's, it's kind of one of those things is, is, is one really worse that. than yeah, it could be something small. It could be something big. It's still a lie. Does that does that really matter? I guess. I yeah, because I mean, you could be lying. Like for instance, what's behind your back? Nothing. Let me see. It's flowers for you. Like you know, like, you, you say nothing was a lie. Like okay, I mean yeah, and I was surprised that there's something. Or you told me we weren't going to this restaurant and you had reservations. Like well, okay. that's like. Yeah, technically that's a lie, but that's like yeah, you, you have to be on the unbalanced petty side of things. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, point. I guess I got there's levels to lies. I mean, like when you think of telling kids that Santa Claus exists, Santa Claus doesn't exist, but I mean, it doesn't hurt anything for them to believe it either. I mean, well, I would say any lie that will put a strain on a harmonious home, like. Because of this lie, now he or she has an attitude with you and you have to figure out how to get your house back together. Like, do you, if, if you, a lie if that was done to you, can you forgive or can you, are you like just pretty much like done? And I guess we'll use um, infidelity as an example. Uh, oh yeah, that's, that's a, that's an issue in and of itself. If we, if we've got infidelity on the table and you, you did it, you, which means I suspected, because if you lied, I, I assume this means that I suspected something and, and brought it up to you and said, hey, did you do? And they said no. So, yeah, that's a, a big problem. Um, but what if it's like, what if it's like, um, they, like, you didn't really find out. They came clean. I think, what, what, what would that, does that make a difference? Well, that's a little that's different. different. When you yeah, that's not a lie. That's, you just did it and then came and told me. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, the, the trust would be dented for sure. And, I mean, it, it, given the extent, I, I don't know that, yeah, how long is it going on? If you tell me every time I went out of town for business, I've been cheating, I got a whole other family or something, yeah, I'm, I, we're not going to be able to make that work. If you tell me it was a, hey, it was so-and-so's bachelor party, and I, I was trying to stay sober, and one thing led to another, I got my dick sucked by a stripper or something like, uh, okay, maybe I don't care. Yeah, you know what? Especially, that's, that's another thing, too. Like, what constitutes cheating? You know, is it, is it the physical things that happen? Or is it just, um, you know, because some people can consider um, your, 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 work, your work wife, your work husband, you know? Um, I, I would say it obviously is going to vary relationship to relationship. And that depends on what the situation is. Um, I will say that. Just don't touch them. I, I, I think it starts before that. Um, well before that because I was I wasn't a work wife per se I thought that so I used to work with this guy I thought that we were just like best work friends I, I never used the term work wife work husband or anything like that I just thought we were growing it up together long story short um he started sending me flowers 
and stuff like for Valentine's Day and like gifts and things. And it was like, oh, well, this is awkward. Like we weren't working together anymore at this point, but we had continued our friendship and <laughs> he was very married. And he would tell me things about what was going on with the marriage and the, you know, the, the decline of what was going on in their marriage. And, you know, in retrospect, there was nothing that took place at that point. But I know that if it was my husband and yeah, I know they had whatever going on, but also I only heard the story from him. I never heard her side or anything like that, you know, and this was me listening is what I thought was, you know, just being a friend. But if my husband was talking to another woman about me and yucking it up and getting feelings for another woman and sending her bouquets of roses and gifts on the fly and, you know, doing all these nice things for her that I'm probably not getting I'm going to be pissed about that because I feel like that's a, a level of intimacy you're establishing that is, you know, that, that should be within the, the realms of your relationship. That's not something that I want to find out that you're sharing with somebody else. Mm-hmm. So it's one thing to be like, oh, yeah, you know, you went to a strip club with your friends or something and yeah, you, you didn't take this hooker home or whatever, but you went to the champagne room, like, whatever. That's not the same thing as really being emotionally tied to someone and hoping that something happens or trying to plant seeds in hopes of something happening in the future. So I'm, I'm, I'm not for that. If it, if it was me, in retrospect, when I look at that, I'm like, yeah, if I was married and I found out, yeah, I would have went all the way off. So... At one point, I think I was probably on page with, yeah, you know, if you're out, you know, banging consistently other people or doing whatever, yeah, that's a problem. You got to go. But if it was something where you're establishing an emotional relationship with somebody and trying to shower them with affection and gifts and things, like, yeah, that's bigger than just, oh, we just fucked. It didn't even mean anything. Now it absolutely means something. Yeah, I think the giving of gifts and things really makes it worse than the actual act of this, the squiggling. But what do you think? Um, so I agree with that. I just feel like at the end of the day, you can't control what somebody do when they're not around you. So mm-hmm. I can't control you talking to this individual. Um, you know what I'm saying? What you say to them, just don't buy them shit and don't touch them and we all good at the end of the day, because, you know, I know me, I'm a very flirtatious person, that's just me, Um, but just because I flirt with you, or whatever the case may be, don't mean that I'm going to do the same things for you that I do for my man, that's Mm -hmm. it, husband, whatever he is, I'm not going to go out of of my way, above my means, to buy you something, um, just because you know, we exchange some some words with each other at work. No, that's as far as it go with me. I'm not going to buy you nothing, and I'm definitely not going to touch you, especially if I got a man that I know doing me good. And then if I know he really doing me good, why am I even really, you know, doing all of that? But like I say, I'm a first Exactly. Person. You I took the words I out of my mouth because I was going to say that. Help, I can't help that sometimes because I, I am a flirt 
flirtatious person. So it may come off to you as flirting, but to me, it's just me, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's kind of hard for me because that's just me. But I just feel like if my man doing everything for me at the end of the day, I really have no need to really do any of this with you. So what's the point at the end of the day? What do you think, Alonzo? We need some gentlemen, a male perspective uh, here. I know, a married uh, gentleman at that, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was going to come in, but I, I was going to say to Tracy real quick, it, it's hard to contain all that sexiness. You got to let it out. You know, you flirtatious, <laughs> do that. Do it. Fuck it. I, and that's just me. That's my personality. If you know anything about a Sagittarius, you know they are very flirtatious. And I can't help that. Like I say, what may come off to you as flirtatious might just be some slick shit I say to anybody. I, well, Tracy um, said it's not exclusive. Yeah, you can't you can't take it too serious. She's basically saying, yeah, yeah. But now I was gonna say, like, far as like the 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 work wife or husband, like, um, I, I think that's cool, you know, because. You spend a lot of time at work, you know, so you go probably have somebody at work that you lean on or you maybe flirt with or something. But um, as far as, like, buying them gifts and, you know, like, really spilling your relationship to that person, that's some sucker shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, um, I think men in general, they like to talk to women about their relationships because a woman – like they they act on emotion. They think like, well, what would I do if if my man was feeling like this? And they're going to give you good advice. You know what I'm saying? So you just gotta be able to take that advice and then you know take that home and implement that in your household. Because if you start you know getting advice from another woman and you start falling for her, and you'll never fix your relationship. You know. So yeah. that was some sucker shit on his behalf. But um, as a guy, if I go to another guy and I tell him, like, what's going on in my relationship, it's going to be a really quick conversation. It's going to be one or two things. Man, you know, uh, bro, you fucking up, bro. You need to do this. Or it's going to be like, man, fuck that bitch, bro. Let's go to the strip club. You know what I'm saying? It's it's either going to be one or two directions. A woman to actually listen and she's going to give you advice and she's going to break shit down for you. But, like, talking to another man, like, it's never going to help. (laughs) and you know what's funny like when women are in a situation like we will have like a two-day lecture it's like a a ted talk (laughs) (laughs) yep about about why eldorado um leaves the toilet seat up and i've asked them several times to put it down (laughs) you know like this is it becomes a ted talk it's pretty hilarious Somebody got a suggestion for it. Well, you know, if you put in this device I bought on Amazon, it'll close the lid for you. <laughs> well, I'm just making up scenarios. I've never, I've never experienced a man like not putting the toilet seat down, to be honest. Like I've never had that happen to me. Oh no. Nah. I've 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 battled with it in the past. It's funny you say that. I've never experienced that. And I know men that live by themselves and they don't do that. Yeah. No, I've straight up fallen in before in the middle of the night because they didn't put it down. So, yeah. No way. You've been victimized by that. I've been victimized. Jeez. 
Why do you that's like, like on the level of like them like fighting words. You lead a seat up. Like you you wanna you wanna get your ass beat for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a violation in your household, Alonzo? Uh no, not not anymore. You know, like when I was younger, you know, she jumped in my ass a few times, but I had to get right. Yeah, you probably got your own <laughs> ass, yeah, You know, like like everybody who know me know, like you know, like you come around me, I'm gonna talk big shit. But like, yeah, no, nah, my wife, she run that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so we really so, don't wear the pants. Is it? Happy? Yeah, well, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so is it? Are you living by the motto "Happy wife, happy life"? Is that true? Is that a true statement? Yes, that is a hundred percent accurate. Yeah. Okay. Like when you when you got a happy wife, like um you able to do more shit that you normally wouldn't do. And it don't have to be like no no outrageous shit like um you know like going out to the strip club or something. Like it could be something like if, if you into video gaming, you know, I know a lot of guys be talking shit about like, oh man, like my, my girl, she just don't let me sit there and game and she don't let me watch the football game in peace. It's like, man, if you took that trash out and you cut that grass and you took a car and filled it up with gas and watched that motherfucker and then you turned around and cooked dinner, she gonna let you watch that motherfucking game in peace. You ain't lying. That is yeah. You ain't lying. Ain't nobody gonna say nothing to you. Yeah, you know, like, you, you take care of home, man. I'm telling you, your, your life will be so much better. Fellas, that's for all the fellas out there. You know what? I'm so glad you said that because I actually had a question for tonight and we can, this can be the last question for the night. I want to talk about um, if a spouse stays at home, does not work because maybe the other spouse is the breadwinner and it allows you to be at home maybe with the kids or be at home to maybe work on any projects you may have, any ventures you may have in your head. Is is it your partner's responsibility, the non-working partner, to still get up in the morning if your person has to get up in the morning? Like, do you expect your non-working partner to have the same sleeping schedule and working, like, at-home schedule as you? Does that make That's sense? That's a good one. Uh, yeah, I, I, say, <laughs> I say you don't have to have the same sleeping schedule, but as far as, like, getting up, like being productive, you got to do that. Okay. I will say if I I don't know. I talk mad shit like because I don't want to be stuck at home with kids or anything like that. And after COVID being locked in the house, like I already am like, uh-uh, stay at home wife. No. Um, but if I were to have a husband who was just like, I take care of everything, you know, whatever. I'm still finding something to do during the day. Like, I'm going to have to have a job because I got to get out and do something. But I know if the position is split, for instance, and let's say, you know, we're a, a family with children. And I know in some places, child care is so expensive. that Like, studies have shown that it literally made more sense for at least one parent to stay home than to pay for child care. So... If that were the situation and I was the one making more money and my husband was at home with the kids um, or at least had to take care of kids, um, I still expect him to be up. 
I, it, it would just be a, a weird thing for me to be getting up mail like, all right, honey, I'll see you when I get home. And you're just lounging in bed or something and waiting for what, 10 o'clock for the view or prices right to come up? Like, <laughs> no, you, you, you better get up and go for a jog or something. And I mean, I know this is a, a, a thing that a lot of people talk about double standards on men. And, you know, when men talk about, oh, well, I'll make all the money. She better keep her body together. Well, if I make all the money, he better keep his body together. Yeah, you ain't standing on the couch. You got a morning run to get to. You want to go hit the gym or something before you're to get your day started? Whatever it is, I don't know. But, no, your ass better not be in bed when I get ready to leave the door. You, you better be up and moving, too. Okay, so what about you, Alonzo? What do you think? Uh, no, I, I think, you know, like if, um, if one of the, the person, the one of the people in the relationship is taking care of home, it, it don't matter what time they get up, you know, as long as they get up and they get whatever tasks they need to get done, as long as it's accomplished and they was productive for the day, I'm fine with that. You know, you can sleep in. Oh, okay. Yeah. What Cause I, I'm a, I'm an early person. I get up, I'm out the door like four thirty in the morning, you know? So like most people ain't gonna wake up as early as me, you know? Yeah. What about you, Tracy? What do you think? Um, I feel like at the end of the day, um, it doesn't really matter. Um, as long as my house clean, if I'm the one going out here working every day and I got something to eat when I come in, we all good. Now, kids being involved, that don't make a difference because they gon' they they own alarm. They're gonna wake you up when they ready to get up before you even ready to get up. So you're going to be up when I get up anyway, if we got kids. But, I mean, as long as, as everything is, is clean and, you know, I don't have to worry about doing extra tasks when I come in from work, we good. I don't care what time you wake up. No, I agree. I definitely agree with that. If I, if I was a stay-at-home wife, I definitely would be, I think I would try to be up actually before him and at least make sure he had breakfast before he left. Like I'm that type of woman. That makes sense. You know, like because if I if you're if you're blessing me, I can stay at home all day like this. Like I can at least make you breakfast every day. That's the <laughs> least I can do. You know, so I would just be up early. I can't see me sleeping in it or feeling comfortable with that. That's kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah that's that's why I was saying. I'm like I I wouldn't feel comfortable now. Like oh yeah, you got up. I mean, now granted, yeah, if I had a husband who was getting up at four thirty in the morning. And I was at home. Yeah, that might be a little bit hard. But also, if I don't have shit else to do, yeah, how hard is I'm it? Get up with him. <laughs> yeah, like that, that's still, that's like that's insane. It's like oh, I have so much to do with my no kids. And- exactly. Like yeah, I guess I'll get up and make him some breakfast. You know. Yeah. Get his lunch packed before he heads out. You know. <laughs> like- at least that's the least you can do. Like right. I'm like, if you know, men are out there and like they, they have their wives at home and they're not getting breakfast, like that's not right. Yeah. I, and vice I, versa. Women, if you're not getting breakfast, that ain't right. Well, I, I would agree. I mean, well, if you're an intermittent faster like myself and you don't eat until noon, then yeah, that's not me. So I'm not even really worried about the breakfast. Yeah, I'm like, or at least so have me a power matter. bar. You know, I got you, a, you, you, you drink coffee, you want a cold brew or something ready? Like, I'd have you on that or, you know, but if, if I was just like heading out in the morning, like if he had my lunch packed or whatever, I don't, you don't even have to do that for me. Like, I don't even care. 
have dinner ready, have the kids put away, like make sure they've had their naps or whatever when I get home and that they're like, I, I, if I had to have a stay at home husband situation, I want that. Have y'all ever seen those throwback articles from Good Housekeeping from like the early 50s and stuff when they like straight up are like, make sure the kids are out of the house so they don't bother your husband when he walks in. He's probably tired after having a long, hard day of work. That's how I want my husband to be. If I had to have a stay-at-home husband, I want him to Like, make sure the house is clean. My pot roast is coming out of the oven just in time for me to get out. You know, the kids are in the backyard with the dog. Like, I don't know where you put them. Just make sure they're quiet for the first 30 minutes that I come home. You know, have me a drink ready. Get my pipe. I don't know. Whatever else it had. Get my slippers ready for the door so I can take my shoes off. Have that kind of system going if you're going to be the stay-at-home. Jeez, I, I, I was ready for the um the actual rose petals to be thrown. <laughs> Jeez, uh-huh. this house husband, I, I go get a job. That's a lot of work. <laughs> Jeez, we're talking we're talking hypotheticals here. So if it, if it were. I don't think that I would be in a position where I would actually have a house husband at this point. But, you know, if that were the situation. Your house husband just, will, will have bags underneath his eyes. That was a lot of things you named off. No, like, no. This is, he doesn't work during the day. I don't know if there's going to be any energy for, um, you know, throwing that thing in a circle for later. Like, that was a lot oh, to do. That's why he has to do his morning run. He's, oh, he's, he's got his morning workout on. He does yoga and Pilates. You know, he's good and limber. He he no dad bod. There's no dad bod if if I'm the, the breadwinner and I'm taking care of no, there's no dad bod. Dang, so my man's can't even have a bad winter? No. Dang. No. I take care of him. If I if I if this is this is my house husband. <laughs> wow. That, no, that remind me of those those '90s Calvin Klein I ads, and they got in trouble for the anorexic models. <laughs> so, like, no, he won't be anorexic. <laughs> I want he'll be looking he'll be looking good. No, I'm I'm just it just reminds me of that. Like, what if he's like so scared he's he goes to the, <laughs> to the, <laughs> the extreme, <laughs> just oh. trying to keep up. She has to see me in my Calvins. Oh, she oh, has to no. see me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a husband where the question turns into, what did you eat today? Uh, 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 well, oh my God, he didn't even eat today. Lord, uh, okay. Like, that, that's the problem. I don't want, I don't want a traumatized house husband. He'll, like, he'll, he'll be treated well. It's just, you know. Talk about some, he'll be treated well. Yeah! <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Why y'all making me sound like I would be a slave master if I had a house? I feel like his camera's in the house. (laughs) It's Big Brother in there. Hell yeah, she gonna be sneak calling him. What you doing? No! Her voice is just gonna be speakered out through the house. Like, put down that bonbon. (laughs) He like, damn, I can't even shit in peace. Nope. No, No, I would never. That, that that, That would be... That would be overkill. That would that would never happen. Okay. Okay. Wow. It was fun. It was funny. Body in check. That's all. That's all. Which I think is important. Like I think it is important to take care of yourself because as you take care of yourself, you're taking care of each other. So 
exactly. I think, yeah, I think, I, and I also think that if one partner kind of stays in shape, even if the other partner kind of falls off, like just because you're around it so much, you're automatically more likely to get back on the good foot and, you know, get back into exercising. At least that's right. my opinion about it. Right. We work together on this. And like, I mean, if I come home from work and I've been working all day and you've been at home all day, I don't want to come home to, you know, he on his post COVID body and w- without reason like that. No, because I mean, I'm going to want to get it in and I'm going to come home and get it in. And you got titties bouncing in my face. No. <laughs> <laughs> On that Ooh. note, let's buy the man some tassels. <laughs> Put on the show. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, it's all love. But um, I want to thank y'all for joining me tonight. Like, this was a definitely a fun show. Um, we will have um, a special guest coming, um, hopefully by the end of this month. Um, really excited about that. Um. You know, I'm I'm really excited about the the black cosplay kitchen. Like, um, I'm sure things are in the works with that, right? Shabon? Yes, uh, we're filming is going to start soon, and okay. we're going to start uh, leaking some episodes here in a little bit. So, yeah, that's on the, it's on the way. It is it is on the way. It is a thing, and I'm actually working on a new cosplay for a very specific segment that um, I think is going to be fun. So I'm, I'm excited for it. Well, I'm excited for you. And I'm sure Tracy, you know, she's, you're still adding to your waiting list right now. Correct. Mm-hmm, I sure am. All right. That's, that's good. And they can, they can DM you on like Instagram or they can text you or is it just better to DM on Instagram? Uh, DM on Instagram. My uh, business number is on my Instagram page as well too. All right. And for the people who may not have Instagram, what's that phone number? Ooh. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, well, <laughs> look, I don't know my heart. Hold on. 708-390-8740. Can you repeat that for the people in the Seven. back? For the people in the back. The back. The back. <laughs> 708-390-8740. All right. Well, you guys heard it here first. And, um, Alonzo, I want to thank you again for being being with us. Like, I, I, really, I really appreciate you. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Well, I'm so happy. Um, next week, you know, it's going to be some more craziness. And as always, I ask you all to do something nice for somebody else. And um, I promise something better will be done unto you. So, guys, have a good night and an awesome weekend ahead. And we'll catch you next week, y'all. Good all night. All right. Good night. Good night, everybody. Yep. I'm not going